This episode is brought to you by Active Campaign. Build your email sequence, schedule campaigns, generate landing pages, and send great emails to stay in front of your audience and offer exactly what they want to see. I've tried every email service provider out there, and Active Campaign is by far my favorite to use, and it's been the most effective. You can start your free 14-day Active Campaign trial today. Just go to michellecarawana.com tools and select Active Campaign, or head right to the show notes for the direct link to your free 14-day trial for Active Campaign. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, and you want to operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. As a play-based business owner, you may find yourself asking at some point in your journey, what can I do as a small business owner to cover emergency costs or get a quick cash infusion whenever I need it? Even though every business would ideally have an emergency fund and a large cushion in the bank in case of unforeseen costs, that's not always the reality. So if you're listening to this episode right now thinking, I'm barely getting by each month after paying myself, I definitely don't know what I would do if I faced an unforeseen cost, just know that it's okay. No matter what industry you're in or how your play-based business is structured, there's always something that needs attention or maintenance or updating or fixing, and there's always opportunity for reinvestment. And that cushion or emergency fund depletes itself pretty quickly and pretty regularly. So what happens when a large unforeseen cost presents itself? Or if you're faced with an opportunity for investment, like for example, if you want to purchase a new mobile soft play equipment piece. We have faced at least one major unforeseen cost per year when we operated our indoor playground, and we had to figure out how to handle it on the fly. So for example, the first year, we mistakenly did not plan well for the summer season. And as a result, we had about $5,000 in bills that we literally couldn't pay. While those were not technically unforeseen costs, it was unexpected that we would not be able to pay for them as we normally would. Our dip in open play that first summer was much more drastic than I anticipated, and it's one of the reasons why I preach over and over again on my YouTube channel and on this podcast and in my courses that you cannot rely on open play and survive in this business. You need to have robust multiple revenue streams because open play is such a fickle beast. But more about that in a different episode. But fast forward to our second year, we hired a new accountant and we accidentally grossly underpaid our sales taxes, resulting in a $4,000 bill. So in both year one and year two, we faced these huge lump sums that we had to pay nearly immediately. And we felt like our backs were against the wall. Just to give you one more example of things that can go awry, our third year, our very expensive $5,000 espresso machine completely broke down and underwent dozens of repairs before finally needing to be replaced. This was one of the most stressful situations that we could have imagined as our espresso drinks are a huge attraction for our business and that's one of our most reliable revenue streams. 
So after using our personal savings to cover the first two unforeseen costs, so year one and year two, we had to generate a decent sum of money in a short amount of time in order to cover this third cost because I finally had to put my foot down and say, okay, this is clearly something that's going to happen over and over again, you know, the case of unforeseen costs. So I needed to figure out a solution. So before I share how we raised the funds in this third scenario, after I finally learned, I want to note two important things here. Number one, the strategy can be overused and every single time you use it, it's going to reduce the effectiveness. So don't overuse it. Be careful to limit it to once per year at the most. And then number two, keep its execution in-house and avoid using third-party sites like Groupon or any of those local deal sites because they typically take a huge chunk of your profits. And I would really use those types of sites as like lead generation, not to generate quick cash like we're going to talk about in this scenario. So my first instinct was to look at our current offerings and break down the numbers. I thought, Well, if we can book 50 birthday parties somehow at $100 each, that will cover the cost because that is what we did in the past. But that was not really a good idea because I would need to give something away to entice the bookings to come in super quickly because even though we were booking, you know, around 30 birthdays a month, if we wanted to get a hundred or excuse me, 50, $100 deposits very quickly, we would need to provide some sort of incentive. Now, my usual go-to giveaways were the unlimited coffee and tea, a $35 value. But so it's something that is very valuable to the customers, but it actually costs us very little because coffee is very high in terms of profit margin. But honestly, this was not a good strategy at the time either because most people were already adding those pieces on and gladly paying full price. It was also not a good strategy because we book almost 100% of our party slots, especially during busy season, without needing to give anything away or offer discount. So I really quickly scrapped that idea of booking more birthday parties and using the deposits to pay our bills. So while I was preparing for the usual party push sale, I found a case of mugs in storage that had about 35 climbing vines themed mugs inside. My first thought was to order 300 more and sell them for about $15 each to our best customers. And I presented this idea to my husband who immediately pushed back against the idea of spending more money we didn't have in order to make the money that we really needed. Because remember, our backs were very much against the wall at this point. So instead, he challenged me to think of those 35 mugs in a new light. He urged that I could make the money that we needed, which in this case was around $5,000, from just those 35 mugs if we packaged them the right way. So if you just did the quick math, that's about $143 we would need to generate per mug. So of course, I thought he was insane, but this is one of the reasons why I love having my husband as my spouse and partner because he really challenges me to think outside the box because I have a very black and white mind. So it's hard for me to kind of come up with these concepts. So I really appreciated this. And now I always jump to this sort of offer. But anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. So essentially what we did is we sat down with a whiteboard and he sketched out an amazing package that would sell between $99 for single child families and $200 for families with up to three children. And it would not cost us much at all. More importantly, it would not cost us anything upfront because I cannot stress enough that we did not have the cash upfront. 
The key here is that whatever you are packaging together should not cost you a lot in terms of explicit costs. So if you're confused about startup costs versus explicit costs versus implicit costs versus opportunity costs versus all that good stuff, then you definitely, definitely need to sign up for one of my courses or the Book More Birthdays Challenge. But anyways, you want to make sure that whatever you're packaging together doesn't have a large explicit cost but you want to make sure it's valuable to others. So choose high profit margin items whenever possible. So for us, the highest margin item with the least explicit cost is an open play pass, because while there are tons of costs associated with operating our indoor playground, it really doesn't cost us anything explicitly other than like hand sanitizer, hand soap, things like that, when someone comes into play. So therefore, we started with a 10-pack of open play passes, which again ranged from $99 to $200, depending on the size of the family. So with 10 open play passes and the $15 mug, we were already providing more in value than we needed to charge. We then decided to throw in an extra five play passes, which was a $45 or around a $40 value, and an event pass, which was around $15 each at the time, for each child in their family to sweeten the deal. Since coffee is also a very high margin item for us, we also threw in a free coffee for each visit that they could use in the refillable mug. So we were kind of trying to tie everything together in a nice, pretty little metaphorical bow. So let's do the math. If a family with one child purchased the $99 package, they would get 15 play passes, the coffee mug, 15 free coffee passes, and an event pass, totaling around $165 in value to them. If a family had even more children, they'd save even more. We set up a quick sales page for people to choose their options and even added in a few upsell options because remember, we had to average around $143 per mug in order to generate that $5,000 that we needed and we didn't want to spend any money up front. We posted the page on our social media channels and emailed it out to our list and we chose not to use any ads for this promotion. I also posted videos personally thanking people whenever they had bought the VIP upsell, which got a great response and didn't cost us anything except for just a few moments of our time, which at this point we were more than happy to do. So we were able to sell 20 in the first few days and all within the first week, reaching and even surpassing our $5,000 goal with the upsells. I was absolutely shocked that we were able to make that amount from just 35 coffee mugs that had been sitting in storage for literally over two years. But again, it's all about serving your absolute best customers at the highest level. I knew that even customers that visit us often would visit even more if they could, if they could afford it. And that families with multiple children were most likely to jump on a sale offer since their visits to our cafe cost more than single child families. While this strategy was able to help us out in a pinch, again, you must be careful to not overuse this strategy. If you do, you risk everyone waiting for your next sale and never wanting to pay full price again, and this will drastically cause people to undervalue your prices. However, with that in mind, this is a fantastic and easily repeatable way to generate a cash cushion when you need it most without spending much upfront. And we also love doing this around Black Friday if we needed to, if we didn't face an unforeseen cost that year, instead of offering discounts. Because I love offering this, which I call a bundle offer, instead of a discount. Because again, it rewards our best customers. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it got your wheels turning and gave you some ideas for how to bundle some of your different offers together to form a bundle offer that can generate a quick cash infusion. So this is where multiple revenue streams, again, also comes into play because the more streams of revenue you have, the more different services and products and offers you have, the more you have in terms of options to bundle together and the more value that you are able to give to your customers and the more revenue you're going to be able to generate. The best way to show support for me or for the show is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. So your play of the day today is to start writing down things that don't have a large explicit cost, but are very valuable in terms of price to your customers. And just keep this running list and keep running ideas and figure out a potential bundle offer in case you ever need a quick cash infusion. Because as you might know, when your back's up against the wall, you're not as creative as you might be as you are sitting here listening to this podcast right now. So it's best to prepare ahead of time and start brainstorming what you could potentially bundle together and use a similar sale. All right, make your play of the day and I will see you right back here tomorrow. 